Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Come to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. You could be at home. You could be at work. You could be holding it down. You could be in your car. You could be on the highway, the byways, the hospital. I don't know where you at, but thank you for listening. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I hope you've had a wonderful day. I hope you're having a great evening. If you're not... I'm sorry, I'll try my best to go ahead and help you out. Thank you to our producer holding it down in New York City, Andrew Scarpacci. Real simple, folks. It's good to be back here with you on a Tuesday night. And what a Tuesday night it is right now in one of the best cities, I'd say, in, in America. One of my favorite cities on planet Earth, New Orleans. Because we have something special going on in New Orleans right now. John Morant is back. He's taking on the Pelicans. And John Morant is balling out like he ain't never left. 34 points right now. Eight assists and six rebounds. And we might see a John Morant game-winning shot. Well, damn it. There we have it. The game is over. How about that? 115 to 113. John Morant returns, and without a shadow of a doubt, the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Pelicans. John Morant, game-winning layup, calls it a wrap. We're going to play that for you. We'll play for you the game-winning layup, and I'm sure we're going to have that interview as well. We're going to get into that as John Morant has returned, and he basically says, I'm back. Unfortunately for him, Memphis sucks. They had six wins heading into tonight. Now they have seven. As John Morant walks around on the court, people in New Orleans kind of just staring at him. And uh, tonight he looked like a crazy man. Going to the basket, he has uh, you know, proven to everybody once again that he is one of the best guards, one of the most explosive players in the league. And uh, we're finding out why Nike decided to stick with him to go out there and sell his shoes. So we're going to talk about John Morant and his return. Uh, we'll get into that once we uh, get the the interview from him and, 
and kind of go from there. There's so much more that we need to get into. Uh, John Morant, not the only basketball player, you know, with a lot of attention on him today. Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, named Athletes of the Year by the Sporting News. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, this man was named Coach of the Year by Washington. We had a, a conversation last night about the NFL and whether or not it's going soft, if it's going in the wrong direction. And then obviously we got the Eagles, who we had to talk about last night, who are just crap in the bed at the worst possible time. Yeah, and I, I see uh, right now my friend Stephanie Reddy having a conversation with John Morant. We'll get that to you guys uh, shortly. If you want to holler at me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I am everywhere, online, on the Internet. I am at JR Sport Brief. I want to talk to our producer real fast. Andrew Scarpacci, how are you, man? You doing good? Doing great. Big news to start the show. Can't have it any better. I know. How about that? Did you have money on uh, John Morant tonight to do anything? Not necessarily, but I, it was definitely exciting to watch him go out there and take it by storm. Looks like he's right back where he's left off. Yeah, the only question now for the Memphis Grizzlies is how far they can, uh, you know, kind of take things the rest of this year. I mean, they got Bismack Biombo, you know, starting at center. There's no Steven Adams this year with the busted up knee. Uh, Desmond Bain has had to carry a, a lot of the load. We know Dylan Brooks, he is gone. They basically sent him out to Houston. They didn't want him anymore after all that crap that he talked. And now we'll have to see, you know, how far John Morant can take them on their back. Memphis now has a record of 7-19. and 19. I don't know. Are they going to start going on a 10-point or 10-game winning streak? I have no idea. Uh, but let's see what they can do with John Morant, one of the most explosive players in the NBA. And now we just see if he can stay out of trouble. Anyway. John Moran, I guess he's on the up and up, and I want to get this the hell up on out the way because this is what we had to discuss last night, and it's nice to know that as of right now. Hey, Andrew, we don't have no technical difficulties, right? We're good? Everything seems to be fine. We can get the callers back in line, have it a bit more engaging, and definitely get them right back. So I don't have to talk into a, a microphone like I'm talking to myself, right? Nope. The regular board and everything seems to be working just fine today. Yeah, we just kick the computers a few times and everything works. So, yes, if you want to holler at us, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get this out the way. One of my favorite things to do following a loss, not a win, but a loss, is to tune in to one of my favorite radio stations here in North America, WIP. Yes, WIP, for anyone who is not familiar is the local big-time sports talk radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My good friend Hugh Douglas holds it down in the middays, and I just listen all day. Well, not all day. I don't have all day. But I tune in. I pop in because I want to know what people are saying because people in Philadelphia can be, they can be brutal. It's the place of my birth, my birth only. If I stuck in Philadelphia, maybe I'd be just as mean as they are. Somehow I drifted up to New York. But either way, I want to know what the deal is. I listen to WIP just to hear how miserable people are. Because for whatever reason, I think I know the answer, people in the North, Northeast can be pretty miserable. I'd say everything, you can go ahead and count Baltimore up to Philadelphia, into New York, into Boston. We got some world-class angry people. 
Maybe it's the weather. Maybe it's the population density. But you won't find anything uglier or angrier than when their football team loses. And that's what happened last night. And we talked about it here on CBS Sports Radio, or at least I talked about it. You didn't talk back to me because the phones didn't work. But either way, the Eagles lost 20-17. to 17. We saw them blow the game against the Seattle Seahawks up in Seattle. And now these Eagles are on a three-game losing streak. They were at the end of the season. They were looking hot. They started 10-1. and one. They were winning all these games by the skin of their teeth. They could barely take a lead at halftime there. They're winning barely by touchdowns. These games were too close. And then they lost to Drew Locke. I, I get it. Not even Geno Smith, but Drew Locke. They had Drew Locke throwing a rock around like he was, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers with one of those, those Hail Marys. And so after getting blown out by the 49ers, after getting blown out by the Dallas Cowboys, the Eagles lose to Drew Locke and the Seahawks? Come on, man. And there was nothing more telling last night than the comments made by Jalen Hurts. We'll get into it momentarily. Jalen Hurts had his two rushing touchdowns. He came into the game feeling sick. The man had to travel separately from the rest of his teammates just so he ain't passed nothing on to anybody else. But then he threw two big interceptions at the end of the game to Julian Love. And that was all she wrote. And so, of course, Jalen Hurts was asked about, you know, his play. But then he also brought it up about the team. He started talking about their commitment to winning. Listen to what Jalen Hurts said. I've been talking about execution all year. Um, Been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page. And we didn't execute. Um, I don't think we're we're, uh, committed enough. You know, you know, just just got to turn it around. You know, um, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that about being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know nothing that I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know um, how else to say. Shots fired, right? You don't know how else to say it. Commitment. It's what some people don't have to their partners, their wives, their spouses, their husbands. Commitment. That's called shots fired. He doesn't need a dictionary. He doesn't need a thesaurus to let everybody know. He's calling somebody out. He might be calling out a group on the team. I, I don't know who he's calling out, but the man didn't mince words. And by the way, Jalen Hurts, he got more clout than the head coach. I'm sorry, he does. Nick Sirianni, his first press conference ever. I know people forget about it because they just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Nick Sirianni was a dude who was stumbling all over his damn words when he first got the job. He's gotten the pass for the most part because of their success. But ultimately, right now, he's facing some adversity. And at least he's smart enough to stand up there and take the blame. Listen to this. Really wanted to be able to get up two scores on them, but you know, obviously we weren't able to. I thought the defense was hanging in there and playing and doing and doing some really nice things, um, and we just needed to pull away in that game, and we and we didn't. Um, you know, some uncharacteristic things situationally, fundamentally, and anytime you have uncharacteristic things situationally, fundamentally, that that's got to go to me first. 
he's always trying to just say a whole lot of nothing. I mean, that's what a lot of these head coaches do. He didn't necessarily address kind of the the switchover of the defensive coordinator going from Sean Desai, who has his, he's basically taken over here in his first year, to Matt Patricia. Didn't really dive into that. But I said this last night. Have the Eagles kind of picked the worst time to fall into the toilet? The, the answer is yes. This is the worst time of the year. You start off 10-1 and one and you're going by, barely getting by these games. What you want to do is, is build up high. You want to reach the peak. You want to go over the top. You want to get on a hot streak on the way into the playoffs. You want to take control of the, the NFC East. You want to make sure that you go ahead and get home field advantage against anybody except for, I don't know, the 49ers. You don't want to be playing on the road. You don't want to have to play in every playoff round or go ahead and have success. And that's what these Eagles might have to do now. 10-1 and one to now 10-4. and four. A three-game losing streak. But if you want to find the bright side for the Eagles... They take on the New York Giants. They take on the Arizona Cardinals. And am I going to be stupid enough to say, oh, my God, they're going to win all three games? I'm not that dumb. I'm going to say they'll go two and one. Maybe the Giants will take one of these games. But I'll tell you this. If they can't get hot, if the defense can't pick it up, If Jalen Hurts can't stop turning the ball over, he's tied for the league lead with 17. He has as many turnovers as a guy who has uh, been benched now. And Josh Dobbs, poor dude. Anyway, if they don't stop turning the ball over, if they don't take command of these games, they're cooked. I don't know who they're going to look at or who they're going to face in the postseason. Doesn't matter. They ain't going to get past the 49ers playing like this. Unless Brock Purdy goes down with another elbow injury. But who's wishing injuries on anybody? Not me. Hey, good luck to the Eagles. I have not completely closed the door on them and having some type of success. But when it comes to the NFC, yeah, it's pretty clear to everybody. Eagles ain't it. It's the 49ers. Newsflash. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are just getting started. If you want to holler at me, it's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. As a matter of fact, we already got somebody who wants to talk to us. It is Trevor calling from Reno out in Nevada. I love Reno. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, gambling man? Man, first of all, thank you. Uh, good to hear that somebody appreciates Reno. Beside Reno nine one one. Oh no, I like I like uh, I like the lake. I like the gambling in the airport. I, I like it out in Reno, man. Absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight to the point. Uh, John Morant. I am so glad that he's back. Uh, I'm a Warriors fan, but just a fan of sports. I just hope that Morant has learned his lesson because he has so much talent. It's just. I don't know, can you speak to the psychology of when players are so big but they, they just can't seem to stay out of trouble? Is that a youth thing or is that, you know, because I'm rooting for him, but he's, he's, got to, he's got to change a little bit, and I well, hope he you, does. You've been, you've been young at one point in your life before, right? Yes, sir. Imagine being 23 years old and having a quarter of a billion dollars at your disposal. It's good money. 
Who are you telling? Now imagine being young and still being stupid and having a quarter of a billion dollars at your disposal. I, I hope, I really hope that this is a learning experience. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I don't think that you, well, some people can be real stupid. Some people actually really have problems. I, I can't imagine them making the same mistake or mistakes again. Uh, am I going to completely absolve him into the future and say, oh, man, he's going to keep his nose clean? Uh, I'm not prepared to do that because I don't have a crystal ball. Uh, I, I'd be a little surprised if we ever saw this dude waving a gun in public. Maybe he does something else stupid like uh, punch an adult this time instead of a 17-year-old. We'll find out sooner than later, okay? Yes, sir. But, um, yeah, I, I think if, as long as he stays on track, he's one of the best players out there and oh, very well. entertaining to watch. Without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, given and, his size, and thank you, Trevor, for calling from Reno. Have a great and, holiday. John Morant, especially given his size, is he's a ridiculous athlete, and he's one of the most exciting players in the league. Every time he goes to the basket, I'm like, damn, I fear for this guy's life. I mean, Zion Williamson goes to the basket, and people bounce off of him. LeBron James goes to the basket, and no one can slow him down. John Morant goes to the basket, and he's like a whirling dervish that no one can stop. He can outjump everybody. He can outspin everybody. He's faster than everybody. And I say to myself, damn it, this guy's just going to fall off the face of the earth. He's going to get hurt one day. I can't imagine it working out for him. But, hey, it works. He's 24, and now John Morant is back. A matter of fact, what we're going to do is take a break. I'm going to get to more of your calls. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to spend more time on the NFL, in particular the NFC, because we're going to talk about the best team in the NFC, not name the 49ers. We're going to talk about Jamar Chase, give you a little bit of a health update on him. It doesn't look all that good for C.J. Stroud. We're going to talk about Yamamoto. It looks like he might, maybe, potentially be going to the New York Yankees. We'll discuss Caitlin Clark and Andrew Reese, the Sporting News Athletes of the Year. And when we come back from break, we're going to hear that John Morant game-winning layup. And then John Morant, he just spoke to TNT as well. Uh, We'll hear him after the game. And I know Gilbert Arenas, yes, Gilbert Arenas, someone also familiar with guns, he had some advice for John Morant. And so we'll play that for you as well. I'm just getting warmed up. I am just getting started on this Tuesday night. You are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Just want to commend you, man, kind of what the other caller said. Patient of a saint. And, uh, man, I just respect you so much how, how professional you are. And, uh, man, just, you know, mature. You know, I mean, you're getting attacked, but yet you, you took the high ground. You know, you stay professional and, and stay being a, a good man. So I just commend you on that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I've only been here for 23 minutes. Nobody attacked me. It's old, old stuff, old stuff. Anyway, John Moran has only been back for one game, and he's already made his mark here in the NBA. Coming off of his 25-game suspension, 
following the other eight-game suspension for waving around guns, John Morant comes back with a vengeance tonight. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Pelicans down in New Orleans. The final score, 115 to 113. John Morant finishes with 34 points, eight assists, and six rebounds, including the game winner that he basically dove straight to the basket, acrobatic layup, and that was all she wrote. And Memphis had an opportunity to celebrate. Not a lot to celebrate about this season. Uh, they've now improved their record to 7-19. and 19, And I want you to hear this uh, game-winning layup from John Morant. This is courtesy of the Grizzlies Radio Network. Ball into the backcourt for Morant. Eight seconds, seven seconds. Jones waits beyond the three-point line. Four seconds, three seconds. Morant into the lane, spins, hangs, floats. It's good! Zero's on the clock. Morant wins the game in his return. (laughs) 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. Wow. Yeah, they won a they won a game. Let me let me see if I can count the losses here. One, two, three, four, five. That's five consecutive losses before tonight's victory. And if I can do more math, that's six. Carry the one. They have lost six out of their last seven games before John Morant just hit that game winner. Yeah, the Grizzlies suck. Stephen Adams is gone. Uh, old crazy dude trash talking. Dylan Brooks is gone. He's now getting fined, uh, you know, out in Houston, even if the referees deserve to get cursed out. Yeah, Memphis stinks. I don't know what type of turnaround they're going to have. John Moran is going to have to try and carry them uh, to 500 and hope that that makes a difference out in the West. And, I mean, you can think about a couple of other teams potentially having some injuries. I'm not counting them out completely, but they are on an uphill climb, and they're not good enough to compete to win a damn thing. After the game, after that game winner you just heard, John Morant was on TNT with Stephanie Reddy, and I want you to take a listen to this. Tune in. Welcome back to the NBA. You were a little winded down the stretch. That's to be expected. How did you cope with that? I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I put work in day out. I've been putting work in, man. I ain't played a game in eight months. Had a lot of time, you know, learn myself. A lot of hard days, you know, where I went through it. But, you know, basketball is – you know, my life, what I love, therapeutic for me, and I'm just, you know, excited to be back. All right, walk us through that last play. Call 12. I really didn't want Coach to call the timeout. That's why I told him, yeah, that's the play I wanted to run right there. They believe in me. I actually wanted to go to trip in the post. They told me no, so I had to deliver for them. What does this do for your team? We just saw how your teammates responded to you. They're my guys, my brothers. You know, we put in the work together, hard practices, light practices, treatment flights you know we spent a lot of time together through this process they helped me out a lot you know it just saying positive things to me told me to you know stay true keep working and you know it shows right there with them you know believing in me and it shows you know how excited everybody is for me to be back what a return to action thanks for stopping nice job yes sir hey happy birthday ma i'm on the way home <laughs> not 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 a bad uh, birthday present for his mother his dad was happening well it's what a shock right his dad was sitting courtside for his son's return. Let's see if his dad kind of changed a little bit of his fun, happy-go-lucky attitude as well. John Morant is back, 34 points in his return. Uh, The Memphis Grizzlies beat New Orleans 115-113. to This man comes off of a suspension and lights it up. 
He'll be in action again on Thursday, his home debut against Indiana. And then he'll be right here in Atlanta Saturday night. I'll be uh, checking out Ja Morant. Pretty funny. When he returned from his initial suspension last year, I had a chance to watch him. He made his debut here in Atlanta, and this will be his second road game. I know uh, State Farm Arena here in Atlanta will be packed to see him. And last time it was packed with kids. I wonder if it's going to have that same effect. I think it will uh, two nights before Christmas. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Rachel calling from Hamilton, Canada. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Rachel? Hey, JR. Um, I'd like to ask a question, and then before you answer, I'll tell you why I'm asking it. Why are we hyping up uh, John Morant? Do we not remember that he was flashing guns and strip club? Like, aren't athletes also supposed to be... um, are you there? Yeah, I'm letting. Yeah, you wanted to talk. You called me. What's up? Oh my goodness! What what the heck is wrong with her? She's like, why why are we hyping up John Morant? What, because this is a sports show. The guy plays basketball. He's one of the most influential basketball players in the country. What are you? What are you? Did I give him a Nobel Peace Prize? Did I do something wrong here? I talked about the guy playing basketball. Is was he an idiot? Yeah. For all the crap that he did earlier this year, we talked about that too. What am I supposed to do, ignore him? Nike's not ignoring him. NBA's not ignoring him. The basketball world is not ignoring him. So what am I supposed to do, ignore him? Am I hyping him up? I'm telling you what he did. He lit it up tonight. The box score tells you why people care. If he was some scrub off the street, we wouldn't be talking about him. If he wasn't making a quarter billion dollars, we wouldn't be talking about him. Call me back. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is here from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. Hey, uh, got to like what Ja did today. He's Superman. He's a baller, shot caller. He jumps over people. I believe, I think, uh, if I could answer the young lady's question, you're right. You're talking about his sports prowess his uh, acumen and how well he plays the ball, uh, basketball. And I just feel that I, I, I sense he's contrite. It sounds like in his voice that he's remorseful. And we do in America, young lady, Rachel, we give second chances and uh, maybe third chances, and hopefully people can learn from their mistakes. And, uh, Jr., you're spot on as always. You're the best. Love you. And Agents of Inclusion is coming when? Well, we'll stay tuned, Greg. We'll see. You betcha. Love you. Be good to yourself. You too, Greg. Thank you for calling from Michigan. I don't know if that was a little jab there. Here in America, we give people second chances. I didn't say that. That's what he said. I ain't got no beef with Canada. I love Canada. Big fan of Toronto and Montreal. I love it. Never been to Vancouver, but I'm sure I'd love Vancouver as well. And speaking of second chances, man, I don't know if this guy necessarily got a second chance. He was the, the first NBA gun king, if I want to call it that. It's, it's Gilbert Arenas. I mean, Gilbert Arenas, we, we remember what happened with Gilbert. Had a little bit of a, of a gambling debt that he wanted his cash with Javaris Crittenton. And Gilbert Arenas brought a gun into the locker room, and he was ultimately suspended indefinitely. And uh, he got a second chance. He's just a little washed up. 
And it was something that Gilbert Arenas actually acknowledged. And he was on his own podcast, his own show. Yes, every athlete has one, uh, Gilbert Arenas show. And Gilbert had advice for John Morant with his comeback. Take a listen to this. Just grow with every experience that you, you're going to encounter. Um, but realize that there's people out there that's trying to take it from you. And you've and you got you really got to understand that. I mean, you know, like what you did was on the Internet, right? And you see how much it cost you, right? You see how, like, easily the... the your whole life could be taken out of your hands, right? And, you know, I, when I did it, I was 28. So, you know, three knee surgeries. So <laughs> I was, it was easy for me to, you know, be sushed away. You know, right now you, you're in a position where they can't, right? But eventually you start getting older, you get an injury, you know, this right here would be the end. This would have been the end if you was 32, 33. Yeah, John Morant is 24 years old. Uh, Nike has heavily invested in him, probably the next uh, signature face of Nike. And tonight he comes back and he drops 34 points, including a game winner in his return. Hey, Marco Belletti, what what are the odds here that he uh, does something nutty again? Like, I mean, he might punch a, like an adult in the face, but... He can't go three for three on waving guns. Like, over the next 10 years, I won't see a gun in his hand, right? You know, I would love to say yes, but I didn't think we'd see the second one as quickly as we did and as stupidly as it was. So uh, I can't count anything out here. Damn. Well, then, then wasn't his excuse a little bit it was a it was a water gun? Wasn't that the excuse the second time? Uh, yeah, which— Or y- lighter? Yeah, but— Something like that. Does that make it better or worse? Because then you're fooling around with it. Idiot. Yeah, that, then you're fooling around and, and thinking you're funny. So you haven't learned anything. So, no, I, I can't sit here and say, well, you, you've learned your – I don't know what he's learned, and I don't know if 25 games makes him truly learn. I honestly have no idea. You would think the first time would be a slap in the face to make you wake up, and the second one was in some ways worse because you were making light of how serious the situation was, and you had no concept of what it meant. So I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean – he got a laundry list. We didn't even get into the uh, the the laser pointer in the mm-hmm. back of of the Pacers game. We didn't dive deep into the the punching of the seventeen year old at his house. Uh, I'm probably oh the mall instance. His no, mom right. was at Foot Locker. I yep. mean, that's that's a that's a sheet right now, man. Like, slow down. I don't think he wants to lose that money. I I think that might be the one thing that slows him down is if he goes three for three on another major incident, he might be losing some of that cash. You're right. A lot of it. Here's the thing, though, and this is where you want you wonder. Now he's back, and I, you see the talent. We know what it is. It's undisputed, right? So you see the first night he comes back, 34, gets the game winner, come from behind. What's to say after two, three, four weeks of doing that that it doesn't just automatically go right back into the rut. So we don't know if he really took a step back and understood everything or if it's just once he gets into the habit of playing and goes back to being as good as he is and everybody talks about him again, that he just goes back to some of the same bad habits that he had before. I mean, time will tell. It's just hard for me to truly believe that you learned everything 
in the, in the blink of an eye. It's hard to believe. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out hope that like everybody that that maybe he can learn. He he's had to have learned something. Whether or not he decides to apply it is yeah. I mean two different things. So I, I hope that we don't have to hear anything else negative about John ja Morant. Uh, but given prior history, something might p- come up sooner than later. I, I certainly hope not. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. John Morant has climbed up. He got smacked down, and now he's on a come up again. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. And then I want to tell you about an NFL player who's from New Jersey. Is he getting smacked down right now? Is he going to Hollywood? We're going to talk about an incident, if I can call it that, with Tommy DeVito, yes, the New York Giants superstar Italian quarterback who's come the hell up on out of nowhere. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. And right now, it's a newsflash. You just heard his voice with Marco Belletti. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, I just want to say I've been listening to your show for the last few months and I really enjoyed listening to you speak. So thanks for taking my call. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about John Morant making his triumphant return. I guess it is triumphant, right? 34 points, 25 game suspension. A game-winning shot sounds triumphant to me. Let's see if he can go ahead and and keep up on the positive vibes. When we get to the top of the hour, we're going to talk about more positive vibes as it relates to a pair of female basketball players who have been given or bestowed upon them an amazing award. And so I'll share that with you at the top of the hour. But let's get into some negativity real fast. And even this had a positive ending. It's Tommy DeVito. Yeah, you had no idea who the hell this guy was a couple of weeks ago. And maybe you don't know who the hell I'm talking about right now. He's the quarterback, the starting quarterback for the New York Giants. He's made five starts for the New York Giants. He's had to come on board since uh, Daniel Jones went down with that blown out knee. He's had to take over since Tyrod Taylor went down. And now Tyrod Taylor's back and is still running out Tommy DeVito. He's 25 years old. He went to Syracuse. He went to uh, Illinois as well. Nobody knew who the hell he was besides his parents. And then we got all these stories about how Tommy DeVito lives with his mom. He grew up 10 minutes from uh, MetLife Stadium. So he's living at home right now and playing for the Giants. And it's just like, man, what what a hell of a story that is. And being from New Jersey in the New York City metropolitan area where there is a large Italian American population, huge, Tommy DeVito was getting love until he started not getting love. So outside of losing this past Sunday to the Saints, it was an ugly game. Uh, Tommy DeVito, the Saints got the Saints smashed the Giants 24 to 6. DeVito got sacked 7 times. He should probably be uh, receiving a massage right now. We got word there's some pizzeria up in New Jersey. That when Tommy DeVito was on this run, et cetera, that they booked him to come to the pizzeria and that they were going to pay him $10,000, right? Okay, not bad. Nice come up. The guy's a a hometown local hero, and now he's commanding $10,000 to show up 
and eat somebody's crappy pizza. Although I don't know if the pizza's crappy, I'm just being a jerk. And then the pizza guy, after the loss to the Saints, he basically said that Tommy DeVito's agent, after Tommy DeVito actually won a football game against Green Bay on Monday night, said that he decided to double the fee and said you need to pay $20,000 if you want Tommy to show up to your pizzeria. And the guy put him on blast. The pizzeria owner said, hey, I'm Italian too. I, I appreciate people who stand by their words. And then Tommy DeVito's agent basically said, we never agreed to anything. And then the pizza man said, oh, we agreed in principle. I'm Italian. I don't like people who break their word. And then Tommy DeVito showed up anyway because it's bad PR. And this is the negative aspect of, you know, being shot to stardom. Everybody got their hand out. I'm sure the agent was looking for money, and he didn't deny or dispute that he was uh, now requesting $20,000. He was saying that there was no agreement on paper. Now, you know damn well they probably had an agreement verbally, and he reneged. He decided to back up out of it because he could make some more money for Mr. Tommy DeVito, the star. And these are the worst things that happen. Tommy DeVito is here today and could potentially be gone tomorrow. And this is the type of crap you got to deal with. That's why it's smart at the beginning, man. Just deal with football. You don't need no nonsense, no garbage popping up, no beef in a community with a local pizzeria owner. Nobody needs all of that. But can we be surprised? I mean, Tommy DeVito's agent, people were making fun of how he looks. He looked like he, he just came out of Goodfellas. But the fact is, his agent played football. He did, played wide receiver. Not in the NFL, in college. And now we got to think about his agent maybe just doing a little too much. Possibly. Anyway, Sean Stellato, his agent, are we surprised that he's big enough his guy this much? This is the same dude that was on TV basically hoping that his, his guy takes the job from Daniel Jones. Remember this from Up and Adams? Listen. Yeah, my dream is for him to be the starting quarterback and be get a long-term deal with the New York Giants. I have no doubt he can win this job. He's won the locker room. Uh, the coaches are believing. The fans think he's the second coming of, uh, you know, the Sopranos back at 20-something years ago. Uh, just in terms of that aura and that that passion and that mm. blue collar underdog approach, because he, he relates to that fan base. Um, so I think he can win that job. I have no doubt about it. Um, I mean, Daniel Jones is a hell of a quarterback too. So got to just continue to take it one day at a time, yeah. one you know, one practice at a time, one game at a time. But um, I know he's ready for any challenge that's going to come his way. He's prepared his entire life. Don't forget, this is a kid that went up against. Tua and uh, Trevor Lawrence at the Open out in Oregon and was the MVP of that camp. I let the man play football. Stop it. No more interviews, man. No more trying to take money from the community for local pizzeria appearances. And good for Tommy DeVito, immediately diffusing the situation. Tuesday is an off day in the NFL. Most teams, Tuesday is the off day. And good on him for showing up and not charging a dime. Just uh, stupidness. It's really a bad distraction. Uh, good luck to Tommy DeVito the rest of the way. Hopefully he can avoid the nonsense. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from Nova Scotia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. 
Um, I just wanted to talk about Ben Johnson for a bit. Um, I'm obviously, like many other people, I'm just so impressed with how he's run the Lions offense. I know you don't like making predictions, so I promise I'm not going to ask you for a prediction. No, um, go I for just... it. As long as it's not a stupid, uh, stupid request, <laughs> go for it. Fair enough. I guess it's kind of a prediction. I have two teams uh, as possible landing spots for him. I do think Ben Johnson will be a coach, if not next year, very soon, a head coach. I think he should be. My two teams, <clears throat> first, my apologies to Matt Eberflus, but he still has a job for now, but Chicago Bears. And um, the other team is the Chargers. Los Angeles Char- Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't difficult for me to think about bum-ass teams that uh, would probably (laughs) either got rid of their coach already or looking for one. So that's not a difficult thing to do. Uh, For sure. I just want to say one more thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I would – I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, I would – well, first of all, we give second and third chances in Canada. That's for Greg in Michigan. And (laughs) also, I will show up to any pizzeria for free pizza. I don't expect any invitations. Thank you, Jr. You're welcome, Mark. Thank you for calling from Nova Scotia. Yeah, I don't have a problem making a, a prediction there. I can't tell you where Ben Johnson is going to end up as, as head coach. When he said Ben Johnson, I, I first I thought about the boxer, and then I thought about the, uh, the Jamaican uh, racer or sprinter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Ben Johnson, the OC uh, for the Lions, who's still trying to figure out how to work in uh, Jamison Williams, uh, kind of into that, that wide receiver rotation there, get him some more passes his way. I don't know where he's going to end up. I mean, for everything that we've discussed with the Chargers, you can go ahead and take a look at Bill Belichick. Uh, We don't know what Matt Eberflus or what's going to happen with him. We don't know what's going to happen with Justin Fields. I'm sure we're going to have additional openings. We don't know full-time what's going to be the case out in Carolina. And who knows? Maybe Ben Johnson sticks around. Maybe he's going to wait for a better opportunity. Maybe he ends up with Justin Herbert. That wouldn't be the worst of things now, would it? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we're going we're gonna to talk some positivity, right? Isn't this how we want to end the year on a, on a positive note? We're going to take a look. At two athletes, not one, but two athletes who have been named the Sporting News Athletes of the Year. I'm going to tell you about them on the other side. And you figure out if they're more deserving that, than that award Dion got a few weeks ago. It's the JR Sport Free Show with CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.